Hey, what's happening, good people? This is your boy, Rashad. We got Ryan Vermeer. We got Deron. We are the Beard Always Wins. The Beard Always Wins Movement Lifestyle Podcast. And what we're so grateful and thankful that you all are listening to. So do us a favor, wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it be Spotify, Google, Apple, wherever you listen to podcasts, hey, do us a favor. Like, share, subscribe, and uh, do it. Do us another big solid favor. Go grab you some merch. We got some of the best merch in the game. So uh, just hit the link tree. Whether you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, hit that link tree and uh, go grab you grab you some merch. And a uh, big shout out to uh, LT Stogies. Listen, LT Stogies has been a a good part, good friend of the podcast. And listen, they got some of the best premium hand rolled cigars. That's made in good old Valdosta, Georgia. I also shout out the Neekly Scented Candles. Listen, you need to... There's just something about when you hear that wooden crackle popping. It's some of the best scents. I'm telling you, Black Sea is where it's at. And another shout out to Just Jazzy Designs. Listen, if you need a good tumbler, get it custom made. That's who you go and get go and see. So that's Just Jazzy Designs, Neekly Scented Candles, and LT Stogies. So um, it's Sunday. Fun day. First Sunday without football to be completely honest with you i kind of didn't really know what to do today uh there was no um <laughs> no sunday what is it uh what they call sunday uh countdown or none of that stuff i think that, it, 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 yeah. you know it, it was it was a weird space but then i saw something and, it, and i was kind of upset and i'm gonna tell you why so a couple of couple of uh last episode me and deron we helped solve the crime uh we got mm-hmm. that monkey found you know our intelligence uh that we gave him we gave him a pres- yeah, shout, out. Huh? Shout, shout out shout out to the uh to the uh concerned listener that called the crime stoppers uh, <laughs> hotline i mean yeah, it wasn't i mean it, it wasn't clifford it wasn't like clifford harris levels of crime stoppers but Listen, we got the job done. Listen, Ryan, we we told him, hey, we think this monkey might be over here. <laughs> the monkey, <laughs> the monkeys that you're looking for, might be over there. And guess what happened, man? Oh, man. Guess what happened? The monkey was over there. The monkey was <laughs> over there. They found the monkey across the, str- across the street from the church. Yeah, and, <laughs> in Oak Cliff, in Oak Cliff. And I feel some oh, kind man. of way that we just for that. You know, we always tell people to. You know, don't mess with the wildlife, but we also try to protect the wildlife and protect stupid people from messing with the wildlife. So in this case, you know, we helped save the wildlife and we didn't even get nominated for an NCAA CP award. You know, we could have got hey, that. Man. It's coming. You know, <laughs> we, 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 after I seen who got an uh, NAACP award last night, I'm like, uh, y'all can keep that. Yeah, now I want it. I want it. I want everything uh, that's coming to me. Donald Donald Sterling's got the NAACP award. You sure you want one? Donald Sterling, talking about from the Clippers. Yeah, Nazi Donald Donald Sterling got an NAACP image award for uh, building low income housing in uh in Los Angeles. Hey man, I ain't got nothing to do with that. So (laughs) (laughs) changing his way. Yep. Nah, did, did he die? <laughs> did Donald Sterling die? I will, I will uh, recuse myself from commenting on it because if he ain't, I was gonna say something. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, no, I he is still, al- he is still alive. He is eighty-eight years old. Wow, eighty-eight. 
do you think still, do you think y'all still have the divorce wife? Like, do you think y'all can enjoy uh, being a billionaire at eighty uh, eight? Yeah, can enjoy it. Yeah, I think I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can enjoy being a millionaire at 88. <laughs> I ain't going to even lie to you. Hey, $40 is going to stretch at 88. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, I got, so I got to ask y'all. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I ain't going to. Um, hey, man, 88, that's a blessing to live that long. But I got to ask y'all a question. Are y'all familiar with uh, Miss Pat? Yep. I know about it. Comedian Miss Pat. Yeah. Man, Miss Pat is funny. Got a dark past. Yeah, but she is funny. She was talking about uh, how she got shot. And, in the head. Huh? She got shot in the head? I know she got shot in, in the breast. Yeah, she was talking about she got shot in the breast. Who was this? Miss Pat. She got shot by David uh, uh, Daddy, right? I don't know, but yeah. I, I was just, she, was on, she was on the T-Pain podcast. She was talking about how she got shot. And she was telling her son to get down, but he going to stand up and... um. How she used to sell crackers. <laughs> How she used to sell crackers stuff. Man, Miss Pat is hilarious. Yeah, she got a show on Netflix. No, I'm sorry. She got a show on BET Plus. And I knew about it like three, four years ago. Um, Joe Rogan podcast. Like, go look at that. But it's hilarious. Yeah, man. She on there twice. It's funny, man. Man, Miss Pat is... I got a show. Go ahead. I, was gonna say, I got a show that's hilarious. What's that? Uh, I don't know if y'all seen the video, but uh, uh, we talked about this, uh, I forget how many episodes ago, but uh, how do you say that your dead homie told you to to, uh, rat them out? (laughs) Then when a rapper, matter of fact, we talked about this last episode, and I was talking about, man, these some flimsy ass rules when it comes to snitching in hip hop, because... People praised Cameron for not uh, snitching when he said that, uh, what was it? Somebody threw up the rock sign, but then you'll have an artist like Tupac that was dropping all kind of dimes in, in his records and nobody was putting a snitching label on him. And so T.I. and Boosie got into it because T.I., with, with nobody telling him to do this, goes on his own podcast and says that, hey, yeah, my dead cousin came to me in a dream and told me, like, I'll take the charge. And then once the flimsy rules of snitching and hip-hop get involved, don't get mad and show up to one of your comedy routines on Friday night talking about this the paperwork. I'm like, bro, you actually think they're going to let you walk out of there <laughs> with, with paperwork that's saying that you, that you haven't snitched on somebody, that you have snitched on somebody? <laughs> yeah, that uh, the, the whole Ti. Hey, bro, quick, quick, quick thing, and you can get to your point. Uh, you, this, this is a win for the home team. This, this is the home. This is a victory for Wintersville. Because have you noticed that ever since uh Ti came out and said something bad about Wintersville, that's about us to the rest of y'all. Uh, nothing but uh, before and Clownery has. Bestowed his life <laughs> and, and really showed his true colors of how much of a, b- a buffoon he is. So, but you continue. But you, right, so who's the slow one now, right? Ha! Who's the slow yeah. one now, Clifford? Uh, <laughs> who's the slow one now? Yeah, all the street cred. It, it just don't make sense. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, why would, like, Booster said he think he lying. I don't know. I don't think he lying. He probably told on his dead cousin. And who's to say... I don't know what the what the dead cousin told him in the dream, but maybe 
just maybe the one thing I know when you think about doing something along a, a lot, you will start dreaming about doing it. So maybe he was just dreaming about they're thinking about, hey, I'm just going to tell he, he did. I'm going to tell it, say it was his. And then he dreamed that. I don't know. It's possible. Well, he came out. He he came out and said he was playing. He, said he was just. Well, playing. He t- and then, no, no, no. He don't get. He don't get. He don't get to do that because <laughs> yeah, he said yeah. that he was playing and it was a joke and it went over everybody's head. Right. I watched the interview. It didn't look like he was up there joking. Joking. I agree. Like he was being dead serious. Yeah, I yeah. I agree with you. But I'm just saying he did come out and say he was just playing. <laughs> T.I. Uh, has become the Batman uh, the Batman Pope he lived long enough to see himself become the villain yeah. the, the cornball villain that, that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened to T.I. man I don't know like T.I. is one of those people he stays around you know he, he stays relevant but so, oh yeah, and he and he dropping his last album, then he retired. I'm like, probably nobody been asking for a Ti album in like a decade now. What you talking about? And yeah. he, he heard what uh, Charleston White said. They say, man, me and you were the same badges. <laughs> 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 hey, but real talk, think about it. The fans, the fans got things called mandatory minimums, right? Hmm. So if you get caught, so if you are a, a convicted felon who is free, then you got military grade weapons, and you got dog <laughs> si- si- no, silences alone are a federal offense that gets you a minimum of five years. This man did three hundred sixty six days. Is it he true that he had a somebody. Is it true that he yeah, had a grenade Yeah. <laughs> Like, what kind of beef are you in that you need a grenade launcher? One. And then, like you said, Deron, <laughs> he got a grenade launcher. A felon. Bro, he got, he got caught with all of that and only got one year and one day. Yeah. Oh, we know he told. We all know that. He, and, I, I, and there's people that you see online that be like, well, who did he tell them? I'm like, all right, just start looking at who getting popped around Atlanta. Young thug. Uh, it ain't uh, even. I, I mean, he could, he, could be a, he could be a cooperating CI up until this day. But just, just look around that time of who was getting popped. Yeah. Gucci got popped. Around I mean, that time. Gucci is Gucci, though. Yeah. <laughs> Gucci probably did that. He probably did it, right? <laughs> but, man, you made me just. Forget what I was going to say. Actually, they say he did. Actually, they saying he did. Who Gucci? No, it's another guy did it. It's, it's yeah, one of his friends that. did it. Mm. Yeah, they saying uh, what's it? Uh, Walker's. Uh, is it Walker's mom? Yeah, was, like his manager. Yeah, is the one that go, him and uh, uh, Benny, like Supreme Team dude. They're like, yeah, he ain't shoot. He's like, he shot at somebody. He shoot and kill somebody. Mm. So. So my question is this, right? Were you excited to hear T.I. and Bootsy was going to make an album? Were you interested to hear? I was. Well, only only, only, only because I want to know what it would sound like. I hope it wouldn't sound like too far dated. But, you know, I'm uh, I'm team Bootsy, so. I mean, I bought his movie. (laughs) It was bad. Uh, I bought it. I bought it. Support. 
Then we brought that. You brought uh, you brought Hebrews and Negro too. You know what? I didn't buy it, but I wanted to see it. But like, but this look, this this what sold me, right? Because I am a fan of Boosie. I even got unfollowed by. Uh, I mean, even got blocked by Dwayne Wade because of Boosie. But this what this what sold me. This what he told me. He was like, "Y'all buy all these other people's stuff, man. You know, they got put up my money. I'm a black." Uh, black film maker, blah blah blah. I'm like, you know what, Boosie? I'm gonna give you a chance. I bought it. It was one of the worst movies I ever seen in my life. <laughs> hey, while you talk about worst movies you ever seen in your life, um, how long ago has it been since you? I want you to go. What you got uh, planned for the rest of the day? Um, but I watch this Lakers game, but that's it. They gonna they gonna lose. I'll go ahead and tell you already. They oh, gonna lose. Dang, come on, I need man. you. I need you to. Wa- I need you to watch the Boosie movie again, and then immediately after, I need you to watch Masterpiece nineteen ninety seven classic. I got uh, not. I got the hookup, but I'm about it. And you let me know which one is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm watching too. You know what the crazy thing about about uh, I'm about it? It was long. Oh my god. This is one of the longest worst movies you could possibly see. The longest worst movies. It's a scene in I'm About It that is so terrible. <laughs> Some dude get punched by, I want to say, a crackhead and get dragged out of his car. And you can obviously tell it's a mannequin or one of the crash test dunks. <laughs> and they lay him on the road, put their head behind the head and lay him down. <laughs> Master P, Master P, Master P has been calling people for like thirty years. Man. Yo, you know it, what, bro? Like, it might be true, man. I'm starting to believe this. And then, like, it was one scene, and I'm about it where the dude got hit with a baseball bat, but it was a watermelon. Like his, he was he was beating the watermelon, and you can see the seeds and the rhyme flying everywhere. Oh man, are you serious? I'm so serious. Oh, right. Right, Master P. Master P. has been robbing black folks thirty years. There's a scene <laughs> in MP the Latin. There's a scene in MP the Latin. Well, first and foremost, don't even talk about the movie MP the Last Dog. A black man was raised as an Italian kid, and we kept, grew up to become a monster <laughs> by the by a, a Italian mafia. Yes, yeah, what a what a fake Tony Montana uh, accent and everything. MP the last dog. Uh, MP the last dog. Yeah. It oh was. yeah. I got. I got one other thing. So while we talking music, uh, what everybody think about uh, Big Gibbs' uh, current uh, press run? He been on. Uh, get wildin'. Get get. There, there's a sliver of truth in what he's saying, though. <laughs> he he wildin', but it's some truth to it. Like some of his stuff is kind of inaccurate, right? His dates and stuff. Kind of inaccurate, but you talking about guilt from like uh, good mob, good mob, yeah. You know, you talking about how um, Tupac would have had would uh, Beyonce would have been Jay Z's girl, um, if Tupac was still alive. What was the other thing? Um, you, you said Beyonce would have been Tupac girl, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, now what I will agree with him on, and I've been saying this for years. And I think I think it's I think I have, I had read a comment that was like um, that was like of my thinking or whatever is Gip lived through these moments 
And now he sat back for X amount of years and see somebody like Jay-Z proclaiming to be the greatest when, and I think we went through the albums one time. Reasonable Doubt was, you had, if you was down in our part of Georgia, you had to be a real hip hop fan to be into Reasonable Doubt. Anything off Reasonable Doubt that wasn't a single. Yeah. So I can remember, I can remember time we went to the club. And they would play uh, Ain't No with Jay-Z and Foxy and wouldn't even play, matter of fact, on the radio or on BT. They wouldn't even play Jay-Z's verse. They just played Foxy's verse and be done with it. Yeah, because Foxy was like, a star. Yeah, she was, she was way, she was hotter at the time. I mean, she was underage and he might have did some Aaliyah, R. Kelly stuff with her, but no, nobody talk about that. But, yeah, wasn't nobody checking for Jay-Z in 96. If you were, if you was out of, I put it to you like this: people, the most I seen folks down in our part of the woods, like really being the East Coast artists, was Biggie, yeah, Wu Tang, yeah, and who else? Biggie, Wu Tang, um, purple, purple tape kind of put it over the top for everybody. I heard a lot of purple tape being blasted yeah. back in like '94, but yeah. I mean, it wasn't like you were riding around. Like I felt like a, I, I felt like an outsider riding my bicycle from the south side to the west side, and I'm playing Midnight Marauders. Cause I'm like, ain't nobody else playing this. Everybody was playing Too Short, Get In Where You Fit In, yeah, whole bunch of other West Coast stuff, regulate G, uh, Warren G album, lot of eight ball MJG, lot of eight ball yeah. MJG, Poison Clan. Huh, it, huh, it's like I was telling somebody. I'm like, uh, they were talking about how the impact that. Uh, Outcast and uh, Goody Mob had for like group like Eight Ball and MJG. I'm like, bro, Eight Ball and MJG didn't break nationwide until like Space Age Pimpin'. Yeah. Hey, so let me ask y'all this: Where was y'all buying y'all music from? Uh, Camelot from the mall. Camelot <laughs> from the mall. Yeah. 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 Run, we didn't run. It wasn't no such thing as file sharing and peer to peer <laughs> downloads when we was coming up. Like you, you legit. I tell you, I, I think I talked about this before here. The most memorable day I remember at the, at a uh, at a record store was going uh, to buy to buy Outkast's uh, single uh, Players Ball, and they didn't have it. Yep. And there was a line wrapped outside of Camelot, and the dude it used to be a white dude that worked at every record store in Valdosta that was in the mall. And dude was like, "Yeah, he's like, we ain't got Outkast, but if you want to, you, you should check out this dude. They saying he's like the next Rock him. This name is Nas, and I'm like, man, I don't care about no Nas. I'm on Outkast. Yeah, he talking about Nas. Yeah, yeah, he was talking about Nas. You know, man, like back in the day when you could go to, was back in the day when you could go to the record store and listen to like the album like on headphones before you bought it and stuff." Was it was it right up by the Fun Factory? Yeah, was it the same place? Yeah, so you, you had two record stores. Yeah, the one right by the Fun Factory. And then you had mm -hmm. one uh, around the corner. By Sears. Yeah, like By going Sears. towards Sears. Across from Foot Locker. Yeah. Actually, it's across, now it's across from um, uh, GameStop. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I'll show you how long it's been since I've been home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was like... Yeah. Go, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, well, I was just saying... No, I'm going to say... I'm just saying like, like going to buy music was like... It, it was a right... I don't know. It was just something that you just had to go do. Like, and you had that, you always have to ask yourself that question. Like, do I buy the, the single or do I get the whole album? 
How much was the single compared to the album? Oh, a dollar. Bro, Two dollars. Album, albums were like twenty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Back then, the album was like a $20? CD. Did you get the CD? Yeah. yeah. You get like you get the tape for like fifteen. Bro, I remember. Yo, I remember. All eyes on me dropped when albums dropped on Tuesdays. Yeah. All eyes on me was like a holiday. Like people was legit. Like breaking out of school during lunchtime to go buy the album, like it was a pair of Jordans that dropped. Yeah, and everybody came back with that album, and everybody was dubbing that album on on cassette tape when they was getting out of class. Because I remember I went over, uh, I went, for all the people that grew up in Woodgate, like I went over Mooney House and get a, a haircut that night, and I remember his cousin Tim was blasting, and I was like, that, that was the first. Like we played, he played. I ain't mad at you like 15 times on the road. Yeah. Uh-uh. Sure. Matter of fact, man, I remember when Funkify dropped, the brat. That's all you heard. Oh, yeah. That's all you heard yeah. was Funkify. Like, and the rest of the album was trash. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the trash. <laughs> it was not good, man. Hey, so this was this around the time that me and you was kicking it. But we had just started kicking yeah. it. Y'all started coming up to the White House. Ryan, no no bigger song dropped in 96 that you heard from every car. Like, hit them up. Yeah. Hit them yeah. up, dropped around. I want to say, like, around Thanksgiving or something like that. But you you legit heard it out of every, out of every dunk, every slab, every Cadillac, every... Buick Regal, like you heard, if it had 10, 12, 15, you legit heard that song come out of every mm. car for like two weekends straight. Man. It had to be there, man. That's crazy. Yeah. There ain't no music stores right now, which I think, I don't know y'all know, but like records and stuff, like, you know, that's kind of like coming back to the point where people buying them now for like uh collection thing. But I want to know what the, uh, if you open up like a music store, like a, uh, you know, like a classic type music store in Vodafone, will it make any business? Um, you have to sell more than just it, albums. Yeah, <laughs> it'll just, it depends. Yeah. Because I mean, I mean, I collect records, but it's just like concerts. It's got to be a certain artist that I've always, I either owned the record when I was a youngster, or I just want to own the album on vinyl. And so, like I think, what? Let me see what I can find. Greatest, al- uh, well, greatest album of my childhood. Hold on. Greatest. Like purple rain. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Love it, and I don't know why I bought this one. I don't know why I bought Stank on you, but Stank on you want to know albums. I'm like, yo, if you ain't invest, if you hear, if you hear the intro and you ain't invested, like, yeah, this ain't this, you just ain't gonna get to the album. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. So did y'all buy with Stink on your stuff? Like, was that like cassette tape or was that like a CD? Oh, I bought the CD. Uh, we were full CDs, but we were headed right into the Napster era, yeah. era around that time. Cause I was in Korea when that dropped. Yeah, I was at Fort mm-hmm. Lee. So, yeah, oh yeah, Stink on you, yeah, Stink on you, yeah, yeah. Like, right, like, like, like. I'm that's thinking about Aquamanai. Like that's we had just joined our military. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about a criminal though, like a criminal. Dude, just just imagine I'm coming out of basic training and I see I, I still remember the first three CDs I bought. I bought a criminal, I bought um, Hard Not Life, and Lauren Hill. Yeah, 
Those three mm. albums. I bought my 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 musical taste was a little bit more eclectic even back then. I bought a Tony Braxton Secrets album. <laughs> I bought a Tony Braxton Secrets album. I bought Total uh, Kim Keisha Pam album, and I think I bought um, the uh, DJ Clue uh, album that had like. Fabulous on it. I was like, who the hell is this? DJ Clue, Fabulous. DJ Clue, Clue. Yeah. I, I also, it was like the first um, Fabulous album. I also the bought first the first uh, DJ Clue album. The R. Kelly, the double CD, the Aura. Oh, yeah. That CD was fine, man. I don't care yeah. what nobody say. So, <laughs> since, y'all, since, since y'all experienced the cassette tape era and then the actual disc era, era, when y'all first heard the CD, did it sound way better than the actual cassette tape? Or could you tell it different? But we didn't care. The only thing, the only thing that the only thing that like made people like hesitate jumping from cassette tapes to CDs is they had to have that skip protection, dog. Yeah, you didn't have skip protection. <laughs> it matter. You be rolling down, you be rolling down the road, and you like join a skip. They join a skip, or it'll just come out the what's name. But right. when they got when they got a skip guard. It was a game changer. Yeah, the skip ball was it, the, yeah because like those early CD players, man, you can't even come to a complete stop sometimes without a skipping. It was right. That thing was yeah. It was not good. And I, I remember I had the the tape deck, but I had the little cassette that connected to a portable CD player, and I would I would use that sometimes. But yeah, man. The, hey, old old person moment, man. Which which uh, Walkman did you have? Did you have a Walkman where you could adjust? The levels on it, on the part that opened up when you inserted the cassette, or did you have the one where you just clicked over a button and you could do it like a bass goose? I had, <laughs> I had both of them. I had, I had the one, I had the one with like the little equalizer on the front. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about, the bass boost, man. Yeah, yeah, that was a, uh, oh man, and them, them headphones, dude. Like the head, but which, but which. The the game changer for me when it came to headphones was somebody found out that uh, you could go to because uh, I I was heavy on like bass stuff yeah so, like yeah. my headphones not I mean I was thirteen years old I had no car but everybody had a dunk with had some knock in it so excuse me I ride my bicycle and I want to feel the same thing but you could go to Radio Shack Radio Shack has some headphones for like thirty dollars. I don't know who I don't know what brand it was or whatever. But I'm pretty sure every black every black person, every black kid that had them headphones has at least experienced like thirty percent hearing loss in their thirties and forties because of no headphones. <laughs> hey, I feel like I feel like uh well you know Kane, right? Uh and Durant probably. Uh Kane the Conqueror. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I, I feel like if I come in y'all area with an iPod, I feel like I'll be him. Look at this. But the thing is, you wouldn't have. You wouldn't have I'm gonna say you. I'm gonna say you wouldn't have nowhere to hook it up. But I mean, you'd have an ox cord, but still. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this new technology. But you, but you, but you want to know what? But you want to know what the beauty of like going through that era compared to this era, and there's a reason why you can you can kind of say that albums don't sell. Hmm. Is because if you bought an album, you had to live with that album. It's a reason. It's a no. It's a reason why I would listen to it. It's an investment. Yeah, but but you would buy you would buy albums for like stupid arbitrary reasons. Like, oh man, look at the album cover. 
I bet this oh. probably sounds dope as hell. Yeah, yeah, it, <laughs> so it, it, you it's would buy the album. Yeah, well, but remember, then you, um, but you, but you would buy an album like, like I said, like I was li- like last night I was listening to Good Good in My World part. Dog, mm-hmm. I tried to force myself to love that album when it dropped. It's the it one of the few albums where I'm like everybody around me was like, yo, this is whack, and I'm like, nah, man, y'all just got to give it time. I was sounding like I was sounding like people when the last when uh when the CLB album dropped for Drake, like, oh man, you yeah. ain't gonna get it this week if you listen for like three weeks, it'll finally make yeah. sense. To you. Yeah. So yeah, so. Yeah, but shout you, out, well, I, middle middle finger to CeeLo for ruining my favorite group of all time. <laughs> but you know, I was uh, mine was I bought college dropout. That was, that was my first one. I went to the store and I seen. I bought college dropout. That's the first CD I bought. And like you say, when you know you don't got no money, you like twelve. You know what I mean? That's an investment, bro. Like that's twenty dollars. So you yeah, read and you, for, and you and you 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 reading the booklet. You got to force yourself to listen <laughs> to every song. <laughs> but and, and I think that's another thing that's missing in music because when we was when we was kids coming up like everybody if like the first time I heard Funkify and then I heard One More Chance Reap, I'm like yo they were using the same record and I just go open up the liner notes and look I'm like oh they use what's this Ivy Brothers Between the Sheets yeah song mm-hmm. and then I would go find the Ivy Brothers tape yep and it would jam out yeah and that's how I started love like old school music is because I would hear a sample on a song and I would always read the liner notes and the sample would be for the ones that got them cleared, the sample would be there or the song that they uh, sample would be there and that's just how I come up on learning about like George Clinton, Leon Haywood, all the stuff on Stacks, like all the, all the stuff that was getting heavy, getting he- sampled heavily like back in the 90s like James Brown and P-Funk. Yeah. Matter of fact, man, like, uh, speaking of, you just made me think about something. If you wanted, if you had an R&B artist back in the 90s, right, and you wanted them mm-hmm. to sell, you just had to get one w- one song written and produced by this guy. You know who it is, Ron? Wait, wait, wait. One song written by this guy. So, I think two, two people. people. It's, 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 two, people. It's, it's three people, but it's... Let me say one first, bro. You might say it. Let me say one word. Is it Babyface? Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know who the, but you know, it, you know who the second? Actually, if you go like towards the late nineties, it was like three. Like you can still go to Babyface in the late nineties. Yeah. But if you went to Kale. Yeah. R. Kelly. Yep. And if you went to Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, hell, Jimmy yeah. Jam and Terry Lewis were producing stuff on like eighty Usher's eighty seven oh one album that people love. Yeah. Baby. And they had been producing since like the early '80s. Like Babyface, he could um, like if you had a Babyface album, like Babyface, the uh, what song? End of the road. Uh, he wrote that one. He wrote another another bad love song. He wrote so many, so so many songs that you was like, dang, like Babyface wrote that. That's it's a Babyface hit. If you had, you was gonna sell a million copies. Like, th- like, like, think about it this way, right? Like, going platinum today is not not that Im- is impressive, but the gold. Oh, it's a, it's impressive because the standard has been cut. Like, no, I mean, like, 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 think about it like this. Like, so, like, uh, so Kendrick's last album physical copy sold three hundred thirty thousand, I believe. Yeah, and that's considered an achievement. 
But he didn't throw the heart because remember we had recorded when the heart part five came out. Yeah. And so he did. He threw the heart part five on there, and now the album is platinum because the streams from the heart part five yeah. totaled up to send this album over platinum status. No, but 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 yeah. what I'm saying is like if you go like back then, a million people had to go and buy your album. Like had to physically yeah. go and buy your album. Like now it's like it's a combination of streams and everything else. But to have a million people, even if you had five hundred thousand people and you go gold, right? Right. Buy your album. That's impressive. Go- Gold, gold was impressive. Gold was impressive to like Southern artists, but technically, all you had to do was just like if you ate ball of MJG, all you had to do is lock down everything from Florida all the way over to Texas, not going higher than Tennessee or Kentucky, and yeah. you could pretty much go gold. Or if you was a if you was a New York artist, you technically could go platinum just off of New York, Philadelphia, Alone. Jersey. Yeah, a lot, a lot yeah. of them went. <laughs> go ahead, Ron. Uh, like, like, can you picture like? If, like if if you was an army singer like in the like mid nineties and like R. Kelly wrote you a song and you be like it's just something about these lyrics. I don't know. <laughs> like but you like I trust him though, that's R. Kelly. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh uncom- uncomfortable truth, uh Ryan. Uh R. Kelly wasn't the only one. I know, but yeah. I'm just saying, like now like and you look back in it, but then like doing the time and stuff, I like ah, I trust him. <laughs> bro, bro, it, bro, it was bro, it was a whole it was a whole videotape that came out and people was like, Man, I just need them to do the remix. <laughs> they didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, uh like yeah, early, mid nineties, early nineties, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought twice. Man, did anybody uh, think about that Leah thing? Like did anybody think about that? Nobody uh, cared. Nobody really cared. Nobody didn't care. It 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 raised it raised hell for maybe like a short period of time. But as far as him, like ain't nobody nobody wanting to work with him or none of that. Like it wasn't none of that because, like I said, folks act like this is a brand new practice. Like, yeah. Jay Z did the same thing. I don't want to get in trouble when I say that. Yeah, Jay Z did the same thing, but it was it. Ryan, it was such a comf- it was such a comfortable thing that when me and your brother was in high school, it was dudes we knew who had graduated six years before we even stepped foot on campus who were dropping some of our female peers off on campus for the school in the morning and picking them up at the bus stop. Though so I think it probably was just more acceptable, you know, back back then. I think people just um, hell, I think if if it was because parents knew. <laughs> parents knew. I knew this girl. She was in eighth grade. She was dating the senior. And both of their parents knew. And I'm like, that's creepy. All right, they don't sit right. <laughs> like, I'm saying, y'all. But you know what, though? And I know this might sound weird to y'all, but you know what, though? I was so, like, I, I was so not into that to the point where if I'm a senior and, like, a 10th grader talk to me, I'd be looking like, what? <laughs> like I'm trying to get the girls out of school. <laughs> Bro, you you grew up with totally years. different. You grew up with totally different standards because I was all comers when I, when I was in high school. I was like I was like pretty much like hey from ninth grade to the grade. 
Man, I was trying to get the ones out of school, bro. I was still trying to chase the ones that when I was a freshman, I'm like, all right, she probably dropped out of uh, VSU now. Probably struggling. <laughs> <laughs> I got a chance. Hey, I won't. I won't say. I won't say. I was the only one that was on this podcast, but uh, I was a frequent. Uh, I was a frequent hanger outer at uh, Langdale Hall. Yeah, after playing basketball, okay. So. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, I, speaking of VSU, I went to VSU yesterday, man, and I saw and witnessed. If I was in high school, middle school, this would have been the the lamest thing possible. I mean, it would have been so lame. I, you, I wouldn't have been caught dead with doing it. None of my friends would have. It's called the Reading Bowl. You know what it is, Ryan? Uh, the Reading Bowl? I don't know what it is. So, oh, it's not where you don't read the little kids. So what? Oh, no. <laughs> I got nothing to do with reading the younger kids, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they actually do. But it was so oh, imp- Jesus. It was so impressive. So what the Reading Bowl <laughs> is, is, is that so over a course of you know, leading up to this thing, they get 10 books they have to read, right? And then mm-hmm. they ask them, they have like five rounds of 15 random questions from each one of these books, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like a team, so they have to buzz. Buzz, you know, like buzz in that the answer the question, they get 10 points. And then at the end of it, whoever um, whoever has the most points, they, they, they win the reading bowl. And mm-hmm. I went there because uh, shout shout to him. Um, you know, his son was actually participating in it, and uh-huh. it was like as a parent, not a, not a parent, but you know, as an adult watching this, I'm like, this is impressive because oh, so so it wasn't when you was in school. It no, was about yeah, this yesterday, yesterday I was. Yeah, at, oh, see, I thought you were talking about when you was in school. They had that. I'm like, no. Nah. They had that. Nobody would have. Uh, we 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 had a reading bowl. It was Mr. Williams. Please stand up and read the first two chapters. <laughs> <laughs> the first two paragraphs. <laughs> that was our reading bowl. Yeah, man. It's the the reading bowl was wasn't it was impressive, man. It was like Jeopardy over ten books. It, it was. I was like, wow. But as yeah. a as a youth that age, nah. I wouldn't. I, I was like, I ain't doing this. I'm not hey, doing it. I yeah. told you, bro. I told you. It, there's been no greater time in Black history to be a geek than right now. You ain't got to worry about getting jumped yeah. on, beat up because you're smart. You know what? <laughs> you know when I was in high school, bro. I don't know about y'all, I, which I'm asking. That's what I'm curious. Like what was lame to us was ROTC, bro. We were like, oh no way, bro. You would not catch me wearing them high water pants and them glossy shoes, but <laughs> no way. Oh, it was some. We had some pieces in ROTC. We was we was not doing yeah. Yeah, ROTC. Because the pants was too short. Like they always wore flooded pants, bro. But that's well. I guess like for now, I'm looking back at it. I never wanted to be join ROTC. I just never did. Um, and but the kids who, who was in it, they everybody was all right. I would say everybody. Yeah, some of them that was kind of squad, but for the most part. <laughs> you know, hey, Mom, what's up? I well, I don't know how lounge was when Ryan was there, but the most the most ostracized group I remember at lounge when I first started going there was the kids that hung out by the ROT by the JROT. 
the skateboard kids. They used to wear them Junko pants that you couldn't see their uh, you couldn't see their shoes. Yep. But they used to be oh, oh like it used to be like three black kids that would hang out with like this whole crew of like skateboarder white dudes and chicks. But it used to be one cute ass black chick that used to hang out with them. She had like real short curly hair. I was like, dang, I was like, man, if like Hell, they had me dressing up like a skateboarder trying to get in there. <laughs> yo, <laughs> I'm, like, yo, I'm like, yo, if I dress like her. Did they have got the kids back then? Like, yeah, like, they all hung out with the yeah. skateboarders. Like, I, I they kinda, what you got. They kind of, they kind of, they kind of, they kind of, dis- <laughs> they kind of dis- dis- disappeared off the, off the map after Columbine happened, but. <laughs> yeah. But the, um, the, another group that was kind of ostracized with them, like, they were like the geekies of the geeks. Uh, the magic card kids. They used to sell these. Like that, bro. Yeah, yeah, but they they was bad. Like they, nobody understood. Was, <laughs> hey, Ryan, this was this this was my tribe. <laughs> <laughs> you like them playing my, magic? <laughs> no, nah, I wasn't out there playing hacky sack or none of that. But when I first, I don't know, a month remember when I first got the lounge, I tried to be like on the preppy boy stuff, so I'd be wearing khakis. Cashmere sweaters mm. with like boat shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody, I remember. But bro, they pre- were like they were playing like Pokemon cards in the, in the middle of the hall. I'm like, what? Know, we had we had the Dungeons and Dragons crew, but they all met up on like A wing or something. But um, no, but, uh, it was that, and then they they would be under the tree by the gym. Gym, yeah. They'd be under the Yo, tree. Yo, you know what the you know what's the weird thing to me thinking back on it? All the bow class kids was the most popular. I'm like, bro, how you on the short bus and you popular than, than me that's on this normal bus? Yeah, and then, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. This is the bad thing, right? Now that you're older. But back then, my way of thinking, like, let's say I'll be failing class. I got to go to summer school. So I see those kids, like, on their knees, bro, like, playing Pokemon cards and stuff like that. And then they would make me feel better about myself, like, I could be like them. <laughs> I'm failing. You know what I mean? I might have to repeat the fifth grade. And I'm like depressed. And then I see them. I'm like, hey, it could be worse. I could be like them. I, I did too. After, after a certain amount of time, I'm like, yo, I don't care about it. Yo, your mother can tell you, can tell you this. It used to be certain times. They be like, hey, hey, man, we'll see you at school. I'm like, yeah, man, I'll see y'all around lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wake up, go over T crib, fall asleep on the couch. He go to work, come scoop me up around like 11 o'clock. I pull up on campus around 11.30. When it, like, it, it, hey, right, it's crazy that I had full attendance for every class after lunch. But I was like, <laughs> I was spelling everything before lunch. I wasn't going to school before 11.30. You know what? Now, now you mentioned it. I'll never recall seeing you in the morning. I ain't never seen you in the morning nope. at school, ever, in my life. Nope. Yeah. You, see, you see me at lunchtime, hanging out by the bathroom, selling weed. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Alleg- no, it wasn't no time has passed. Oh, um, okay. Yep. Uh, hey. Well, Who you know was on? Who you know was uh, at the bathroom by? Uh, what was that? B wing and by the uh, by the cafeteria. It's April. Who the hell is? Who in their right mind is wearing a leather coat? <laughs> <laughs> you got a trench coat on. <laughs>
Yeah, cool. <laughs> hey, hey. Man. got crazy. that good. Crazy. So, um, yep. so, so speaking of <laughs> thinking about um, Master P, so you you heard about the Master P Jess Hilarious beef? Yeah, yeah. He, he it's, it's unfortunate. Still, yeah. I heard about it. I know he owes some money. Yeah. What? Yeah. I, I, it's funny how he owes. It's funny how he owes people money, including his own family. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know what? You know, but see, this this is what I'm saying, bro. Like when you talking about entrepreneurs and stuff like that, the ice cream man, like right then, it sucks because you know you you want to look at him like as like someone like Jay Z or Puff that you know someone like that, but in reality, it just you know he he shady, bro. <laughs> This one's for you. If you could have been on any Ooh. season of the real world, which one would it have been? Oh, easy. That's the one with Cora. Um, I don't know if y'all remember her. Mm-mm. But man, that's for personal reason. <laughs> you don't know. I would be on. That ain't Hawaii, is it? Yep. Is that, yep. Hawaii, is that the one where old girl was just getting like sloppy face drunk? I think so. <laughs> I think yeah. so, right? You know, you know, back then, bro, you know, you was a kid, bro, you know, certain things trade you. And she just was it for me. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like, real world, where is that, bro? Man, I, I, I always wanted to be on the real world. I even thought about making a tape and sending it in, but I had joined the army. Surprisingly, <laughs> I would have thought Ryan would have been like, put me on those season that had the Miz on. No? That was a good season. The, the Miz. Miz. Yeah, remember that one. I had to go back and look, bro. Here's a question for you, man. If you had from ninety from ninety two to ninety nine, which if you was a successful rapper, which label would you have wanted to be on? Mm, that's a good question, bro. I want to answer that next. From ninety two to ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, 
So you got you got LaFace, you got Bad Boy, you got yep. Death Row. You got no limit. You got the early. You got the early parts. Well, you got the the beginning parts of Cash Money. You got Rockers. Oh, shady, bro. You got aftermath. What's the name? Bad though. Death Row, bro. You might get. Yeah, Death Row. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't want to be on Death Row. Ignore, <laughs> like, like, knowing what I know yeah, now, I I'll, I'll probably go with Koch. <laughs> I would go in the. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. to get them Jim Jones points on your album. Look, man, it just makes sense, right? Am I, am Ooh, I right? Uh, MC Hammer was signed too. Who is MC Hammer? Was he was like what Sony? Death Row. Yeah, he did sign with Death Row eventually, but I think he signed with Death Row. Yeah. Yep. Because it's a few, it's a few songs from uh, All Eyes on Me that was supposed to have been on Hammer's like Death Row uh, debut. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, The Rock. It'll be masterpiece for me. It'll probably guess masterpiece for me because at least I know my album's going to come out. He would drop an album out like two, three times a week. So at least I know my album's going to come out. Actually, P was cheat code in the system. Yeah, he was. I don't know, I, I don't know if y'all know that story, but he, been, he was cheat code in the system. Which was basically he was just taking the same barcode and putting it on every album so he could finagle numbers so he could... So like we could all drop an album and Mun sell three million albums, but he'll be like, "No, nah, Ron sold a million, Ryan sold a million, and Mun sold a million." Mm. That's about right. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. That's crazy. Yeah, so it tricked the sound scan. Yep. Mm. And if I had if I had to pick one, because I ain't never heard nobody getting like ripped off. I would have been on loud with Steve Riffin because you had Woo, you had. The alcoholics, yeah. So, so would Loud be considered Alcoholism. a major? What's that? Was Loud considered a major label? Nah, it was like an indie joint. Okay. Oh, man, bro, how we talking? Don't even talk about Def Jam. Yeah. Oh yeah, Def Jam. But was was Def Jam like Def Jam? Yeah. Then? Yes. Yes. They were just coming. They were just. They were just coming out the Public Enemy LL Cool J comeback album like Steve around that time. Like you, like, and then they had. No, go ahead. I was gonna say, like, whether people want to admit it or not, if you was a rapper, you wanted to get signed at Def Jam. Def Jam, yes. Because Def Jam had always, they've always had Island and Universal behind them, so <clears throat> you wanted to get signed at Def Jam if you was a rapper. That just speaking just, of getting canceled. Speaking of getting canceled, uh, Russell Simmons, y'all. He, oh, he ran away though, right? Yeah, he ran away. Yeah, he and Bali. <laughs> he ran away. He said, "You know what? I'm not doing this. I'm going on a going to go here, go meditate, eat tofu. <laughs> I'm gonna be pre- I'm gonna be preemptive on getting uh, canceled. Yeah, yeah, y'all. I can't. Y'all can't cancel me. Many people. I cancel my. What was your What was your other question, though? Oh, my other question is this, right? So, if you could have been in any wrestling faction, whether it's the NWO, DX. The Four Horsemen, Los Luchaderos. All day, baby. All day, baby. The greatest of all time. <laughs> I was just watching the documentary last night about the, the iterations of the Four Horsemen. Yeah, the Four Horsemen. What you got, Ryan? Generation X, but I'm telling people to stick it. 
Yo, it's uh, crazy. Well, it was crazy. What was allowed to get Pat, but was on TV throwing the attitude there. <laughs> I'm saying pro black. I'm going. I'm going with the nation of domination. Hey, one of the one of the great one of the greatest scenes of all time. Uh, young Rock, yeah. uh, Ron Simmons, and them in the ring, and that little nerdy white kid throwing up the black power fist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So you gotta you gotta get a hit, right? You've got to get a hit record, or you're gonna lose everything that you got. And you mm. got to, and you got a choice to collab with these three artists. Who are you gonna pick? Artist number one, Silk the Shocker. Artist mm. number two. Hold on, are they before you go? Are they in a Brahms or are they like let's stay right now? Let's stay right now. <laughs> right, now. Order, right now. Right now. Right <laughs> now. Okay, keep going. <laughs> artist Order number two, make it. tag team, <laughs> or artist number three, you got from the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> you got to make a hit. Jesus, yeah. no, I'm taking Silk, the Shocker. He ain't gonna, he ain't gonna be able to find the beat, but still. All right, uh, what you got, Ryan? I might just say you got. You got. I'm going with tag team. I might go. You got. I'm going with tag team because whoop that is gonna always be a hit, and we can just remix that one. <laughs> also, Silk just did an interview where he said, "Art of the dialogue." Um, if uh, Silk the shock on people saying he's the worst rapper of all time, come say it to my face. Man, I also I don't think Silk the Shocker is the worst rapper of all time. I just wasn't a fan of Silk the Shocker, like. I didn't. Who does that uh, reward award go? Uh, hey, I, I know, I know you're gonna say I'm hating on the young kids, but you can't say little bit of bass guy, bro. No slander with bass guy. <laughs> you, you can't. I'm like, I came around on Future. I came around on Tyler the Creator. Uh, you can't, you can't make me come around and see what's so what. Got the young kids crazy about uh, NBA young boy. Cause I just don't get it, and that might be a that might be because I'm old. But is he the worst? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I I don't like him neither. But is he the worst? Blue, Blue I mean, uh, what what's my man name? Uh, designer still out there? Yeah, yeah. He just <laughs> make noises. Blue designer face. and Trinidad James. Who was worse? Designer, yo, oh. yo. Like the more I listen to, uh, I'll go everything, man. I'm, I, I'm like okay. I get it. You, you impressed? I, I get. I'm like yo. I get it. I get it. Like you can't. Like, I'll, I'll go everything. It's classic. It's a classic. I, I have to give the bird man. I don't like bird man rapping, bro. I hate bird man rapping. It sucks. <laughs> yo, how much time? How much time we got? We got we got five minutes. But we can we can, we can, we can uh, end this one and get another one <laughs> started if you want to. But uh, hey, I, I do got it. a question for y'all though. Uh, uh, hold on, right? I got a question for y'all. All right, go, go, go. All right, so go. We got four minutes. So, all right, real quick. So, Mona and Duran, y'all got scholarship football scholarships, right? You got Toledo, Fresno State, and uh, is it uh, Ruckus? What is it called? Yeah, Rutgers. Yeah, Rutgers. 
Yeah, where y'all going? Fresno State. Even yeah. though Fresno is like the the anus of California. <laughs> I'm not going to Toledo. Uh, Fresno, Fresno kind of dangerous, man. Uh, I, but Rutgers, then, <laughs> oh man. Where are you going? Oh. <laughs> That's my only option? I, I got to go. Yeah, those, those are the hats on the table. <laughs> oh, man. I might have to go to Toledo, <laughs> I guess. I, Mon is lying. He will follow and his <laughs> and his football savior and be a walk on at the University of Georgia, like his boy, the librarian Stetson Bennett. Listen, you can't get mad at DoorDash Bennett. Um, and his it's the mailman. So I, I look, he, he did what he did. But uh, man, Rutgers, Toledo, Fresno State. Oh uh, man, I just can't ever see myself now, living in Cali. Now, if it's free. If it, I could. I mean, if it's if it's strictly off of uh, like having connections after you play sports, Rutgers all day. Because I mean, it's literally the yeah. University of New Jersey, uh, New York City, yeah, <laughs> and New Jersey. Yeah. So, yeah, so Rutgers. Might I mean, be. it's like what I think. I think Rutgers like a because twi- I thought about applying there for grass. I think Rutgers like twenty five minutes away from like New York City. Yeah, it ain't that far from um, Philly either. It's like it's actually a good location. Uh, Those are pretty bad schools, but <laughs> like they ain't bad schools, but like nobody want to play. <laughs> like, like but wait, no, I can't wait, wait to get on the portal. Wait, it, it, it would be Rutgers because Rutgers in the Big Ten, right? Am I right? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm going to Rutgers all day. I'm going, I'm going to Rutgers, yeah, Rutgers all day, all day. What about Navy, Air Force, or Army? Uh, Football wise, Air Force. <laughs> Um, man, man, man! I couldn't be, I couldn't be in Colorado Springs and not be able to like Pretend enjoy the uh, all everything that comes with living in the state of Colorado. <laughs> yeah, and I've been to West Point. I've been to West Point and been to Annapolis before. West Point, way more beautiful campus, and you a train ride away from New York City. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't one of them things, well, man. I, huh? How come nobody don't say Army? I did. He did say Army. Oh, you said Army. Okay. I think, I think nobody don't say Navy. Who want to be on a boat with a bunch of dudes? Anyway, no. And and, and, and before you wrap up, that's how your brother talked me out of joining the Navy. Because we were watching G.I. Jane, and I was like, oh, I can do this Navy SEAL stuff. You wouldn't want to be on a boat with a thousand other dudes. And that's how that's how I started a, a career trajectory in a downward spiral and joined the army. But look, I, I can see this one as a recruiter and like stopping kids from going over there. You better think about it. <laughs> you on a boat with a bunch of dudes. <laughs> don't sound too bright, huh? Don't go. Don't, hey, all money ain't good money, kid. <laughs> Man, <laughs> listen, listen. I can't. I can't even lie. I remember that that conversation, and I did, I did say that. But every time I would think about the Navy, that's just what I would think. It's just a boat with a bunch of dudes on it, and I don't want. I don't know. That's just me. But hey, hey there are some if, people. If we had to, if we had to do it all over again, Air Force. Y'all couldn't talk. Y'all couldn't talk me out of doing the Coast Guard. Yo, the Coast Guard. And you know what? That's. I wish I had known about the Coast Guard. I was joining the coach. Right. <laughs> if I had known, 
That, that's what like, about Marine? Like, no, nope. like, do y'all feel like, do y'all feel some type of way nope. when they be like, nope, y'all nope. ain't Marine, you ain't like y'all in the army, but they so they so pretentious. Like, when I deployed, right, it was, uh, I would I was kind of sort of with like with an aviation unit, they was like, uh, I'm like, yo, so what y'all pilots do? The, the Marine Corps, does, the Corps doesn't have pilots, we have aviators. I'm like, all right, what up, nigga. And, How y'all <laughs> and with that being said, y'all's beard always wins. 